Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hi guys, welcome to another edition of Candidly Nicole's After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Vivian Adobe, your host, and I'm here with my fellow fabulous co-host. Hi, I am Brandon Marlowe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at B-A-M-A-R-L-O. And I'm Jordana Morphin, and you can follow me at Jordana underscore Morphin on Instagram and on Twitter. And of course, you guys can follow me vivaciously Viv on Twitter and on Instagram. So we're recapping our second episode this season, The Artist. And there was a lot of art of different forms going on. Uh, so we start off this episode, Nicole and Catherine, they go to an art show that's benefiting cats, because we all love our precious little kitties. It's very LA. <laughs> so, well, I would think more LA is like a dog charity. Well, I think LA has a charity for everything, and, and with good reason, mm-hmm. but people who don't live in LA, there's everything is very high-priced for things that you think, I could, I could do that at home. Like what? What can you do? <laughs> like like the paintings, for instance, from this episode. There were a lot of things that I saw, and I was just like, well, that's that's not outlandish, but that's very L.A. It was very kindergarten LA. drawings. Did you notice that? <laughs> like, the the that one artist who had the rock everywhere? Oh, I yeah. Felt like I could, it was so kindergarten, preschool. I was so for it, though. Right. That was my favorite, favorite I like that, exhibit. Am I the only one who thinks that with all art? Like, anytime I see something really great, and I have a couple artist friends, and this is not to knock any artists out there, because everything is so much easier until you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that really looks like finger painting. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly what it mm-hmm. looked like. That's why it was funny. Oh, yeah. And there was a lot of different art forms in the art gallery that they did go to. So one of the first pieces that we were just talking about is it was like four or five paintings that were depicting uh, the rock in different spaces of his life. They actually met the artist at the same time. Uh, I believe her name was Katie Kimmel. She came up to them and she wasn't too happy with their thoughts and their interpretations on her artwork. Didn't she look a little pissed off? She was really upset. Nicole was just kind of bringing her down. But she was hilarious. <laughs> Nicole's like, you know, this seems a little outlandish. It's $10,000. And she goes, well, no one's forcing you to pay $10,000. Yeah. So she was really giving it back to Nicole as quickly as Nicole was dishing it. Right, and she was totally saying that um, she doesn't really care what people make as far as incomes. You come into this art gallery, and if you can afford this piece of art, like, take it for what it is. And Nicole and Catherine's expressions throughout the whole conversation, priceless. All I could think of is it's only worth what someone will pay. Yeah, and it foreshadows hers. The same way people reacted to her. Anytime anytime you do something that is hands-on, it's like my mom did cakes professionally and no one saw the value in it. So it's Mm -hmm. very artistic when you see that and you're like $10,000. But we don't know how long that took or the creative process. The the black canvas, though, I was with Nicole Richie when she said, I'm not paying $12,000 for a black canvas. 
I can go and pay a five-year-old two bucks and get the same quality of black canvas. You could do it for probably 75 cents <laughs> if you walk yourself into Michael's with that, with that highlight that Nicole does not like. Right. And you could do it yourself. I promise you that. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Wait, one, one question I had, though. You know how, um, I forgot his name, the guy who is in charge of... Oh, Jensen? Jensen. Yeah. yeah. So when he was talking to Nicole about, you know, oh, you should do your exhibit, was hers four kittens as well? Yes. Yeah. Hers was for the uh, feline for aids, right? Yes. Okay. Which is a real thing. And this is not a joke. When my mom told me our cat had feline aids, apparently it's like cat what? leukemia. Oh, wait, whoa. So it's not really That's like the- feline aids. They're, I mean, it okay. is feline AIDS, well, I'm, but I'm it's a real AIDS thing. AIDS are two different diseases Yes, anyway. but apparently comparable in cats. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's a real thing we can do charity for. I will draw something right here, and we'll post it on, and we'll get some money raised for Nicole's no charity. Yeah, remember last episode, we were saying that, you know, you learn something new every time you watch Candidly Nicole. Last time, we were learning about business plans, and now we're learning about feline diseases. Very thought-provoking. Right. Nicole is multidimensional. <laughs> it's like going to college all over again. <laughs> but better. But better. And so much more fun. Now, can we can we please talk about that Jesus painting? <laughs> yes. The, the Jared Leto? Yeah, that was I was dying laughing. Right. What, and Catherine's like, that's not him. Right? <laughs> yes, but never said who it was. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very obviously Jesus. Now, Jared Leto is like a very striking, striking, he could play Jesus he could in, play in Jesus. a movie. He could also play my future husband. Hello, Jared Leto. <laughs> Do you want to give him your Twitter handle again? Vivaciously Viv. There you go. Cuffing season is around the corner. <laughs> yeah, so that was definitely a very enjoyable section of the show. But then going back to what you said about Jensen, he definitely pitched to Nicole that she should do her own art gallery. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we kind of have to be an artist to do that. <laughs> so, we, but, you know, she, you know, Nicole, she's oh, all yeah. for it. Course, she'll well, tackle anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she's like, yeah, of course I can be an artist. Right. Like we all think. It's right. true though. We really do think. I'm like when I see art, you know, pieces, I'm like, this literally if if you see like a cup fall and there's just like coffee everywhere, I saw something like that. People were walking around it. Mm-hmm. I like read a uh, it was like in a magazine or something. People were walking around it and they thought it was art, but it, someone literally just spilt it and they <laughs> left it there. Isn't that like when uh, people see like a cracker or some piece of food and they look and they're like, that's Mother Teresa? Yeah. Kind of situation. Well, but that's kind like, of what she was going for with all her pieces oh, true. that she started making. It was just kind of random. It is nice, though, that you really can make art out of anything. Definitely. Like, you don't have to be an artist. I think that was a point that Nicole was saying is like, I can, I can do it because mm-hmm. anyone can be an artist. And I think that's something like another thing we're talking about. The show is educational. Yeah. It has a lot of the themes of the show have meaning. And yeah. she's just like, you know, I may not be a quote unquote artist, but I can make art. Anyone can make art. And she did. And she did a really good job. I thought. Right. I and, liked it too. And she even mentioned, uh, going into the next scene that, you know, I wonder how many classes Picasso took before uh, he became this big artist. And that kind of leads her into her exploration period where she tries out a couple different art forms. We start off with her sketching class where she's going to a big art studio and everyone has easels and uh, a male model walks in in a nice robe. And then, boop, robe is gone commando and nicole was completely freaking out it was so funny what did you guys think of her reaction she looked like a five-year-old when she was just like she we started doing the push-ups she oh got yeah the push-ups and she's like oh and she started she was like sweating from panicking i thought it was very 
Barry Nicole. I thought it was produced. I thought mm-hmm. that it was like no one would do that, but that's all what we think when when we see that <laughs> on something. Or you're just like, how would anyone do that? I never took an art class where I had to do that, and I took a few. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that would be me. I'd be walking in circles. I'd be like, how do I even start? What do I do? What do I look at? What is okay to look at? Should I make eye contact? Right, you don't know. <laughs> and so she made it really funny. She really spoke to what we all think and mm-hmm. how we feel when we're watching those things because it's so uncomfortable. Right, and she's like, it's too early in the morning for this. Well, I like how she took a different perspective to it at the end. And she's oh, yeah. like, I'm just going to take my phone out. And she goes in front of the model and she starts taking pictures with the model. That's yeah. totally something she would do. Totally. And then the guy, everyone's like, you can't, you can't take pictures of him. He's like, nude. And she's like, well, I'm going to do my own. <laughs> like, what did she say? She's like, I'm going to make it my own. And she like her own editing. interpretation. Yeah, yeah. she's like editing the picture. Adding, like, signs and symbols. Right. And then that's when the the, the art teacher was saying, you know, you should totally go into street art. And right. she loved that idea. I really think he was just trying to get, him, get her, her out of class. class. <laughs> but she, she loved it, that idea when he said it. She was like, oh, totally. That's something I should definitely look into. Okay, did anyone else notice the faces of of the other classmates? Because this is what mm-hmm. I wonder. A lot of these scenes look like they're, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know what direction they need to take it. But I feel like some of these people are real. Like, I, they, oh, yeah. they pull people in from real art classes because some of them are so not amused. Did you they see that one like, lady? Yes, she gave her the lady. death stare. Yeah. She was like, "I'm not interested. I'm trying to. I'm trying to draw this man." You're interrupting my get art out of time. here, yeah. right? She's like, "I have 30 minutes between like soccer practice <laughs> and making dinner." And they had the wine. You know, mm-hmm. the, everyone had some wine at their easel. So this is her relaxing time. Right. Maybe actually made me think of uh, sip and paint because that's so popular yeah. now. Except, I mean, sip and sketch. Well, that works too. <laughs> yeah, that works Copyright too. that and open something. You know, thinking of more business ideas. Right. We just had a business idea last week. By the time we're done with this, we can be like moguls. Probably. We will be. If Nicole can do it, we can do it. We can Anyone can be it. an artist. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can be an artist. So she goes through this class, uh, does her pictures for her own art form, and then she decides to take what the teacher said to, you know, take it to heart, and go to a street art class. So she and her friend Jamie, who you remember from last episode, uh, they go to a tagging class with an artist, and... Greg. Greg, yes, Greg. And first thing she, one of the first things she asks is, are you Banksy? Which I thought was kind of funny. I thought that was hilarious. But so they did they did the graffiti as well. Yeah. And then he took them out to tag. I just really liked how distant he was. He was just like, listen, I, I know the repercussions of this. You guys can do it. I don't care if there are camera crews here. Right. That's, that makes me wonder. I'm like, okay, they have to have permits to do some of this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just wonder how much is really happening that they're out doing this and how much is set up for them. Because that's a lo- that's a big risk when you're out doing things like that. If you're right. out tagging something mm-hmm. or doing graffiti, not in a safe space, and you can't really be inconspicuous when you have all of this camera crew, right. yeah. like great lighting, <laughs> the darkness of night. I liked how she started asking him too, and she was like, well, "What do I wear? Am I supposed to wear a hood? Do I wear all black? What do I do? What is, is there the a safe come? word? Yeah, is there a safe word? Police banana? Or you just like you just say police if the police are coming? Yeah. She's like, what about banana? Like, what, Nicole? What are you thinking? I think they made it much more edgy than it really is. Because now it's like so many places you can't get permits for things or Mm. they use the paint that washes away. And you can leave your stamp for a little while. But then it's got to go. The rain will come and you'll have yeah, to tag somewhere you use else. The, the water, mm-hmm. yeah. the water safe ones. And did you guys notice her elf? Their outfits their for outfits. this scene. I was like, okay, so you're trying to be edgy, hip. That's like the total LA. I'm too cool for school. Kind of. Also inconspicuous <laughs> in a bandana. Like if I'm doing that, I'm probably gonna dress the exact same and like just do it as quick as I can. Right. And she's mm-hmm. like, I want to be not seen. 
<laughs> at all. I'll wear this bandana over my face. I just really like Jamie in the background. Like yes. Nicole really took took the lead on this one, and she was right. just like spray painting everything, running away, hiding in corners. It yes. looked as produced as it may be. It looked like a lot of fun. Oh, it did yeah. look like a lot of fun. My favorite part of that whole scene was when they were. Uh, tagging the chicken on the ground and then he yells police and she just like flips out and starts running away and Jamie's like what do I do? They're like just crouching down like in the light. They had no idea where to go. I just like how Nicole put her face in the wall. (laughs) Wasn't actually hiding at all. She's just like if my face faces the wall no one one will see me. me. No one can see me. That was so it reminds me kind of like what a five year old do during like hide and seek. You can't see me. Or coloring on your mother's ball. You're like, I'll just go stand in this corner. I don't know if anyone will or won't see me. If I face away, I can't see them, and that's all that matters. Right. And then what was interesting, too, is that some of the pieces that they tagged, I guess they made it to her gallery later on, which I'm wondering, how do you just take a, a stop sign? A stop sign. Like, <laughs> different pieces like that. They also did the heart. Remember? Yeah. I, at first when they were tagging it, I thought it was on the wall, but it must have been a sheet of something that they took because it was a heart and then she wrote something on it. And that was really, like, you see it a lot in the LA area. Anywhere that there's a big city, you'll see graffiti. Yeah. And it's really beautiful. Like, if if you get one that's well done, the wall that they were doing, I thought that was, like, I exquisite. Was really I would do that on, like, a back fence. There's a lot of beauty. And he was kind of saying, like, you know, there's spray control. There's more right. to it than just, there's like, a spraying, a, spraying a can at a wall. Right. And it was really cool to see. And I really loved her Nikki Fresh sign. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. <laughs> it was so cute. And I feel like uh, we'll see the Nikki Fresh appear in future episodes as well. That alter ego of hers. Mm-hmm. It feels like a good fit. I think a lot of the episodes are going to have symbols of the other episode. Like, did you notice they used the Shakatumi yeah. during this episode? <laughs> yes. Which I thought was very fitting. And it's, it's kind of nice, even though all of the episodes are done so you only have to watch one and mm-hmm. you wouldn't miss out on anything but for those of us who watch the entire season we'll get to pick up on the little things between the episodes right it's a nice way to carry it on and make mm-hmm. you interested in watching them maybe sequentially so you can pick up the little things mm-hmm. yeah i was a big fan of that as well and so yeah she did that they did the tagging class they actually went out tagging and now nicole is ready for um her art show <laughs> Her gallery. Her art gallery. Benefiting felines, cats who have AIDS. So, all of the pieces are together. The show is open. A lot of new pieces that that we never saw. (laughs) Right. Saw made, but she did that in her spare time. Because she has so much spare time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe she got some help from her kids. It did. I just looked like she had help. The ones that looked like um, little people. Mm -hmm. With like squiggly hair. They looked like rugrats to me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought her kids did that one. But when they showed her gallery, you know, Mm -hmm. they were like going around showing all her pieces. I really liked her, some of her pieces. They looked like, oh, those, those look kind of retro cool. But I mean, no one else. (laughs) Do you know, do you know what I, do you know what I loved out of her gallery? What? Brandon. (laughs) The guy giving commentary and he was, he was real. He had his phone charger around his neck. (laughs) That lets you know he was probably in that gallery for about eight hours, sitting at a wall, like any outlet he could find. Right. And then he's like, okay, now I get to give commentary to this. And he gave it real. He's probably like, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I hate all of your art. I don't care that you're a celebrity. Pay money to be an extra for this show. Right, yeah. this is terrible. <laughs> but it was, he gave it so well. He was as nice as it could be. He's like, you know, it's, it's something. It's not what I like. I don't think it's good. I actually hate it. But good job for doing it. Right. And I think that's, 
she did it. And yeah. he had a good point, too. He said that, you know, a lot of the people here are your family and friends. So they're going to, be, of course, be nice and tell you sweet nothings about your artwork. But, I don't know, it's not that great. When the... Oh, I forgot who it was. No, the couple. There was, like, a couple looking at her yeah. artwork. Mm-hmm. And they were talking, you know, mm-hmm. bad about her picture. I like how Catherine Power comes in. And she's like, what are you saying? And she was, like, defending Nicole. Did you, do you remember Yes, that? and she called them out for being hipsters, which I thought yeah, was like, so you, funny. you hipsters. And then I, I love that, how she's like, what are you talking about this art? And she was just, like, you know, going off on them. I actually Ooh. thought some of the art you would see places, because I've gone That's to, like, small thought, things yeah. for friends, or I've gone to um, independent openings. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see a pop-up somewhere. And a lot of the stuff that I saw in there, I, I really wonder if it were other artists that she had brought in to maybe highlight on the show. Right. Because some of it, I'm like, this maybe, is actually yeah. pretty good. Like, well, actually, one of the artists, well, I don't think she meant to highlight her, but uh, one of the artists that was there, she was like, mm, I think this is kind of like my art. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nicole's like, yeah, it's like sampling, like what P. Diddy does. Oh, my gosh. That was so <laughs> funny. Do you, when we were watching it, I actually made to rewind that to watch yeah. it over and over because I thought it was so funny. Sampling. Like, everyone does that now. It's just kind of like an unspoken rule. We can all take a little bit from each right, other. Right, right. But sampling with art. Right. Come on. Like, <laughs> literally the prints that she sketched in the class, Nicole took and put up on the wall. I thought that was probably one of the funniest parts of the episode. Right. Which was saying a lot because this was actually a hysterical episode. It was really funny. The first episode, we're like, you know, kind of lukewarm. This is, you know, kind of a slow start to the season. But this episode, we were all dying when we were watching. It was, I like laughed out loud multiple times. And it takes a lot to do that because you become so in tune with her that you kind of think what she thinks is funny in, like, an off-the-cuff way. But there were times I was laughing out loud. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Viv is going to kill me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to kill you because I was trying to be professional and laugh in my head. But then you laughed out loud, so I joined in. It was hilarious. (laughs) She, I think this episode is different than the last one because it was very much, like, everything we've seen her do previously. That Mm -hmm. it's outlandish, but it's really her. The only thing I noticed is that they don't do the tweet anymore. They, yeah, they, they used to anymore. highlight a tweet mm-hmm. of something she posted, which I liked because people who really follow her can relate to it. And, kind of see, like, yeah. okay, this is what she posted. Maybe she'll do an episode on this. And this one they don't do anymore. So I don't know if they just create the episodes solely for the show now and don't use a tweet. Actually, I think that is... I was watching an interview at one point, and she said that she was getting ideas from other people about what they should do for the show. Mm-hmm. At that point, I didn't know that they would kind of be exploring different... I guess career paths or whatever the theme is for this season, but she did say she was kind of outsourcing the idea pool. So maybe I guess getting away from well, her, her own tweet, generation. Her tweets weren't in the first season either. Right? It was only on her web series, mm-hmm. on her like short clip series. Oh, the ones yeah. on AOL. Yes, yeah, her AOL. That's sessions. where they were on because on season one, she they didn't bring up the tweets no, either. and they did. Um, they did more commentary, I think, yeah. which is a little bit different than they're doing this season. I think it's just being produced a little bit differently. But to your point, that is that is kind of nice that she's getting ideas from other people. And that's probably why we're connecting with these episodes so much more. Yeah. Because she is really funny. She has a really great point of view. But everyone has thought this. Like, I don't know if you guys have, but everyone's like, how long does it take to do that? Right. Yeah. How long does it take to sound like Whitney Houston? How long, <laughs> how long does it take to paint like Picasso? And so we've all been there and had it. And it's really nice to see it in a funny way that... It, you can still do it. You don't yeah. have to be great at it, but you can get something done. Right. She's kind of... Nicole's becoming like the every woman. Like, mm-hmm. you can do this too if you put your mind to it or you just have the gumption to make it happen. 
So thank you, Nicole. I already feel more motivated. <laughs> I'm going to go home and paint something tonight. I know, me too. I'm going to go run a couple miles just because I bet Nicole could do that for an episode. You know, maybe, While painting. Yeah. Maybe an episode could be Nicole the Olympian. I feel like she would bring something up like that. <laughs> It's probably going to happen because she wanted to be a dancer. She always, I feel like something physical is going to happen this season because she always does that. There was one, or last season too, where she wanted to be like an acrobat. Oh, yeah. Where she was like, she took a class. She has a really fun life. Every time I watch her, I'm like, just to be able to do these activities for fun must must be really nice. Mm -hmm. To anything you think of, you're like, all right, we can put this on TV and someone will enjoy it. And it's always good. It makes me wonder what she was like as a kid. And speaking of her childhood, the... Towards the ending of the episode and of the gallery, we see her <laughs> tribute to her father uh, when mm-hmm. she gives her presentation. Uh, Papa. Why, what Papa? Papa? <laughs> that was the best scene. The way they ended this was the best. Okay, did anyone else think that was the best art piece? Yes. <laughs> because the entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, I'm like, okay, she's performed for a long time. <laughs> This is really good. Like, yeah. not not good in the sense that I would go and pay money for it, right. but it's good to watch from the comfort of my own home right. because she did, like, she committed to it. Yeah. The audience commitment. was like, what is going on? This right. cannot be real. And she's like, this is real. This is actually happening. Right. Just for a refresher for you guys. So, Nicole has her statue of a head of Lionel <laughs> Richie, her father. And if you guys remember, I think it was in that music video for Hello where they had... Uh, his head in his statue. So kind of a homage to mm-hmm. that from way back when. Um, it kind of looked like a Chia Pet for me, to be honest. That's, <laughs> what, I thought it, that's what I thought it was. I'm like, oh my gosh, they have a Lionel Chia Pet. I'm going to order that on Amazon <laughs> when I get home. Hopefully I'll find a Nicole one. But I like that it had her hair. Yes. Her wig, her pink hair. Yes. yes. How did she describe it? She said the head, the head because of him and his career affecting her childhood and then the wig because that's her mm-hmm. and that's the culmination of her issues. That was Which, the name of the piece. Yes. Issues. Yeah. So what did what was your first reaction when she ripped off her pants and revealed her velvet leotard? I knew something good was gonna happen. Right when she did that and she's like, lights and then it went all dim. She's like she I I was expecting her to come out with like a poem or something and she did. I couldn't look away, but I couldn't wait till they cut to Lionel. Because I feel like he knows, I feel like he knows what he signs up for for all of these. She goes home and she's like, Dad, so we're doing this episode and this is what it's gonna be. And he's like, yeah, Nicole, I'll definitely do that. And then he gets there and he's just like, why did I say yes? Again, every single time I put myself in this position. And he's like, knowingly, maybe not this time. He has like a little hope. He's like, no, I won't, I won't, I won't be the sacrificial piece in this. And he was. But it made for such good TV. Oh yeah, great. his reaction so right when she is like, "This one's for you, Dad," or you know, like, you "Why, could, Papa? Why?" He was like, "Oh no, Nicole. you could see how uncomfortable he was. He was just like turning around. He was just like, "Oh my gosh, how long is this gonna go?" <laughs> it it was like taking he was an eternity. <laughs> but she was really good. Maybe she needs to do like more performing art pieces, yeah. right? And it makes me wonder, like, okay, when she was doing that, when when that scene was going, if she, on the inside, she was like, this is so outlandish. This is just the craziest thing I've ever done. But, but her facial expressions are always so committed to whatever she has to say, whether it's completely outlandish or so simple. Which makes you think, this is real. Like, this is, <laughs> these are the parts that are really real, really real, because she could crack mm-hmm. in the middle of that. And I guess they could edit it out, but they, everyone in there is, like, watching this. Like, so, so I could engaged. not turn away. They yeah. they have to see what she's going to do. And then when she smashes that Lionel head. <laughs> Crying. 
real tears. Cry. Oh my gosh. And his face was just like, okay, well, I guess now I don't have to spend the thousand dollars on that. Right. But. So another, uh, another quick refresher. So before the actual performance piece of that, she took Lionel over to see the statue with the wig and explained the piece to him. And he didn't want anyone to buy it. He was so against it. I think he was that was so embarrassed. Oh yeah. Well, he goes, people think I'm I'm the reason you have issues. Like all the things that you've done in your life are because of me. Right. And he's like, I'm just gonna take this off your hands. And it was seventeen thousand dollars. Crazy. And it went down to one thousand. Right. Yeah. That's what he paid for. Or he negotiated with yeah. Jensen, who. Did anyone else notice the names they gave everyone for this episode? Yeah. They're also all their names are always listed first, and mm-hmm. all the episodes are like this. But underneath, Nicole must give them like a nickname. Like nicknames, yeah. yeah. And she gave Jensen Guardian of the Gallery, mm-hmm. and all of them are very clever and very witty. Yeah. And so he must have negotiated this price down for the head to a thousand dollars, sixteen thousand dollars off. It's pretty good. And then Jensen also mentions that this is the only piece that anyone wants to buy. Only out of everything in the gallery. He was the only one who wanted to buy something from the gallery. No one else wanted to buy anything. Right. So then going back to her performance, you know, big spectacle. She does her spoken word, which was actually so clever. Everything about that was hilarious. Um, And then drops the only piece she was going to sell. And I love how she ended it, too. She's like, hello? No. Goodbye. She just, like, (laughs) throws it. His lyrics in the in the performance were probably the best part. But I liked how the one guy at the end ran up to take a piece. Like, no one would notice. And then, apparently, Jensen said that they were, like, selling off the pieces. Right, everyone saying was, like, the Berlin Wall. Berlin Wall. Berlin Wall. Everyone just wanted a piece of the destruction. So, she was happy about that. Just I think she was happy to sell anything. Yeah. She, it didn't matter what it was. All the pieces on the wall were still there. The one, the, really, the worst thing in there, which I, I wonder who made that. I wonder what artist oh. was contracted to be like, we're going to do this one. You're going to help Nicole make this piece because it really did look like a Chia pet. It looked like a Chia pet. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And well, now it's not a Chia pet anymore. Now it's just broken pieces in people's it's hands. It's just Chia Chi, no pet. <laughs> Chi Chi, no pet. Well, Lionel was definitely meme. happy about that, probably at the end. Oh my when God, he that saw would... it destroyed, he's like, oh. That's like sometimes you see the wax figures made at Madame Tussauds, Uh, Tussauds, and you just think, that doesn't look anything like them. That is so scary. And so for him to walk up and be like, is this your representation (laughs) of me? Because I am a little frightening, especially with the pink hair on it. Wouldn't you? I would think of that as kind of an insult, too. Like, do you really think I look like that? Like, I'm your father. You think I look like this ugly... structure that you've just placed on a pedestal right now? I think he forgot about the statue as soon as she opened her mouth and was just like, you are the root of all my issues I've ever had because you were out on the road and I'm home and right. her her spoken word was just phenomenal. I wish we could play that back right now because it's so it good. Great. I loved it. It was fantastic. So she leaves the gallery. Well, they start to leave the gallery because at least she sold something, uh, the pieces, and that pretty much wraps up her experience as an artist and you know, go her, because at least she accomplished something. Mm-hmm. She did you know? the whole thing. Like, whatever the pieces were on the wall that she actually did, mm-hmm. she went out and did it, and the sketch class for me was probably her best moment out doing it, because that takes real commitment to go yeah. in there and try and sketch something, and from what we saw <laughs> that she was doing, she was trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't draw to save my life, so... Do you guys remember when she asked the teacher, she said, if it gets cold in here, this could change my art, was crying on the inside. But (laughs) artists actually have to worry about, which I thought was funny, because people worry about, like, lighting in a building, Mm -hmm. or anytime they're drawing anything, there's so many outside stimuli that could affect 
how it looks. I'm like, right. of course, that's what she's focusing on right now. She's <laughs> so distracted by the man's penis yeah. that she she doesn't care. She's like, okay, we're going to keep the heat on. What are we doing? Do I keep looking at it in the same way? Let right. me take a picture for a refresher. She really, really needed to make sure that his anatomy was correct. Right. But, guys, if you could rate her on a scale of, I guess, we'll, we'll give her A, B, C, D, F on her, you know, time as an artist, what would you guys give her? Give her a B, B minus. Okay. I'd give her a solid B because that, it's a lot to do. Yeah. She spray painted. She tagged. Mm-hmm. She sketched. Well, her tagging, so she performed. I, really, I really liked her tagging. When we saw the, like, the heart and everything, I thought that was really cute. I like her obsession with chickens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she had the photos of the chickens. So anyone who hasn't seen... Season one. Season yeah. one, yeah. she she wanted to raise chickens. So she, she thought that this would get her in with the other moms who did, like, the free-range chickens at her kids' school. Yeah. And, again, very L.A. Yeah. And... So now there's always like nods to the chicken. Any yes. any time something happens, you'll see like a little chicken. She talked about the chicken in the last episode, I think. Right. She had the picture and the drawing and the tag of the chicken this time. So I think the chickens are here to stay. Yeah, when she tagged it, <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was season one the when she was coop. at the farm. Mm-hmm. The chicken farm with the gay chickens. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Well, it's nice to see more more instances of continuity. I would give her. I'm going to give her an A. I mean, art is hard, but also art is up for interpretation. So, you know, what might be hideous to me, like the Lionel Richie head, could be literally gorgeous, amazing art to someone else. So just the fact that she did fill up that whole art gallery with something, and she had like two weeks, I believe, Mm -hmm. from when Jensen first introduced the idea to when the art gallery actually happened. I give her an A for effort. Go, Nicole, because I couldn't do that. I'd be interested to know what the listeners of AfterBuzz think about her art. They should tweet us and give us a rating oh, right. of what they think. Because everyone's opinion is different. We got two Bs and an A. Some people may think that she is terrible. They don't care yeah. if it's on TV. Yeah. Get out of here. And to catch up on the last episode so you kind of know what we're talking about as the episodes go on, don't forget to download on iTunes so yes. you can keep up with us. And right. what's going on with Nicole through the episode. So definitely tweet at us so we can hear what you guys rated and then rate us through how you how many stars you want to give us on iTunes, YouTube, comments are totally welcome. We want to know what you guys want to talk about as far as Kendalee Nicole. Maybe you want more than just letter ratings. Let us know so that we can make this show better for you. And now I think we're getting into a special time we like to call predictions. And now Okay, so I believe you had some Lionel Richie related piece. Poor Lionel. I just, I feel for that man so much because he's like committed as a dad. Every episode that he's ever in, he is really there for her. But she recently, do you remember last episode I told you about her going on Jimmy Kimmel? Mm -hmm. And she did that interview and she spoke about how terrible Lionel has had it (laughs) really her entire life. But he was the butt of her meanest practical joke. And she plays a lot of them apparently. This is an area that she really loves to tackle. She totally looks like she would be a genius when it comes to pranking of all sorts. Apparently she's hacked Kim and Chloe's Twitter twice in the last two years, which I thought was funny. But this joke that she played on Lionel was so mean. Immediately after she left rehab, and she I think she'd been a couple of times, she had one of her friends call Lionel at 3.30 or 4 in the morning oh, to say that she had picked up, been picked up by the Nevada police on a cocaine possession. 
No, that's a really cruel joke. <laughs> that's like, terrible. It's funny now, and I'm sure he can laugh about it, but right. at that time... it's like 10 years that's later. That's not funny. <laughs> like, that is, that is a really cruel one, and so I think the caliber of a uh, practical joke really depends on the person. Right. But I'm sure now, reflecting on it, as she kind of told Jimmy, she's like, that was probably on the meaner side of a joke. Not so much joke as a real-life situation that right. he probably endured and does not think is funny in the moment. <laughs> Do you think we're going to see more pranks? Yes, because now he can take it. There's nothing he can't take. He's so immune to it. He's so not phased anymore. He's just like, just keep giving it to me and I guess I'll (laughs) handle it. That's so funny. I hope she does a prank on one of these future episodes. Like, let's, let's us in on this whole pranksterness. I would love to get some tips and ideas. I feel like the show is her prank. Yeah, I feel like that's, she's, she's punking us all. She's like, you guys are so silly. Look at you watching all this, enjoying it. Right. She knows what she's doing. She is so smart. Right. Which is, you know, part of why we love the show so much is it's showing her personality, but it's also, very clearly edited so that she doesn't reveal too much. Mm-hmm. So she is pranking. You're right. She is pranking us. Well, I think in the next episode we saw the little clip. She, I feel like she wants to prank her dad mm-hmm. when she gets the oh the doppelganger, the doppelganger yeah. that looked nothing like her. <laughs> in nothing the, like in her. In the final still, really of yeah. the of the trailer for the next episode, you see her <laughs> doppelganger. I hope it's one of many. I hope she gives a lot of people different right. tries because when she's going through it, she's talking about. Anyone can do it. Yeah. I think she's talking to Catherine. She's like, "There's no look that can't be done. I'll make it. I'll make it work." So I'd really like if a man was in there as oh, her doppelganger. Yeah. I think that would be hilarious. That would be so funny. I heard a promo uh, for this upcoming episode, and she was ta- saying in the promo, "Oh, I I want a six foot, really dark skin model to play me." Meanwhile, she's all of like maybe five one. Light skin, very, <laughs> right. a very specific Pink look. Hair. Right, Hazel. I, so it's you know I don't know if she understands the definition of doppelganger? I don't think so, because the one we saw sitting with her dad looked nothing like her, and she had purple hair. Right, at least get the color right. I just like what Lionel said. <laughs> Your face looks different. <laughs> that was, to me, I'm just, he's sitting there drinking his coffee again, he's like, well, I'm, I'm not gonna question it, I'm just gonna keep going along with it. Just gonna roll with the punches. Can we talk about my false prediction from last week? Yes. So I said that Sophia was going to be a huge part of the season, but that's not the case, is it? Right. Unfortunately, it's not. I was doing some research and saw that Sophia Ricci, her sister, unfortunately won't be making an appearance this season, which we're all pretty sad about because she's super cute. Nicole's, I believe, her only sibling. Mm -hmm. And she's also model on the rise. She's the face of material girl Madonna's line. So I would have thought it would have been really good PR for her also to appear on the show. But... You know, maybe Lil Sis is just trying to make a name for herself. Not getting involved. I'm so sad about that, though. She really is so funny. She's funny. First she season, she funny. was really funny. She's, to me, when her and Nicole are on screen together, she's the very, um... The very... The... Like... I can't very, think of the word now. She's, like, the parent, almost. She's, like, mm-hmm. very level-headed. Mm-hmm. And Nicole's really crazy, but she's <laughs> younger, so you get this really weird dynamic yeah. of... Of her younger sister almost parenting Nicole into being like, no, we can't do that right now, honey, because we have other things we have to do. Mm-hmm. And she's been the best part of some of the past episodes. So hopefully that's not true. Hopefully we'll at least see a little glimpse of her. At least by the finale. Maybe like a like a little, hey, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm alive. We're Otherwise we'll just have to keep up with her on the runway. Right, on the runway, on Instagram, total Ricci fan on Instagram of all sorts. We talked about that last uh, episode that she does the best Instagrams and so I went back and looked and Mm -hmm. I was just like there's nothing she can't do. Photography probably would be her best artistic ability because she she does do really great photos. 
Yeah, and even going back to the episode, uh, her photos of the nail, the nail, the male, the male that was nude were actually pretty good. Like, and she edited them, edited them. Yeah, yeah, and she like made them black and white and started adding like little pictures to it. Yeah, I thought they'd I be something it. that you see kind of on the side of the road, plastered on like a construction board or something. Right. It looked like you know one of those Instagram pictures you would see in the the discovery page with yeah, like yeah. a million likes because we all love pictures like that on Instagram. There's like, no telling like, what she can do. Right. But what would you guys, I guess going into predictions some more, what do you all predict might be another future career that she will adopt for one of these future episodes? I think she's going to rap. Or I think she already did rap, huh? I did she wanted to be a hip-hop person. Well, maybe she's going to rap. Nikki Fresh. Like, yeah, Nikki Fresh. There Nikki Fresh on the mic. <laughs> I think she's going to bake. I, I have this feeling that she has young kids. She's mm-hmm. doing all these, like... Baked good sales. I think she's going to try and, like, cultivate that skill. And I think it's going to make for really great TV. Nicole Richie, a la Rachel Ray, Mm -hmm. Martha Stewart. Oh, we can hope. We can hope for a guest star. Oh, my gosh. That would be such a great cameo. (laughs) Especially after Martha Stewart did that Justin Bieber roast. That would be hilarious, the two of them together. Okay, I'm thinking something like being an astronaut, which... You know, we can't really do in America anymore because I don't think NASA goes sends astronauts into space. But maybe a cosmonaut, she can go to Russia, become an astronaut, go to space camp. If we put her up in space, I think that I would vote for that. <laughs> I I'd vote for bringing NASA back to send people into space if it's Nicole Richie. Yes, that would be hilarious. And I'm still looking forward to that if it ever does happen. But we'll see because there's still so much of the episodes left to go. Um, but I guess this is about the time where we can say goodbye and tell everyone where we can find each other online to continue these lovely conversations. All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at B-A-M-A-R-L-O. And you guys can find me at Jordana underscore Morphin on Instagram and on Twitter. And as always, you can find me at Vivaciously Viv on Instagram and on Twitter. And of course, at VivaciouslyVivian.com. Thank you guys so much for watching, tuning in. Make sure you watch next week's episode. She's going to be getting a doppelganger, and we're going to be talking about it. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buzz TV.